The caravan crept across a stony wadi and meandered upward into the hills. The camels boredly tramped out their graceless steps, defining the mile marks of their lives. Twelve tired beasts and six weary men made up the small, exhausted caravan. They were nearing the end of their route. After a rest at El Aquila, they would recross the Sahel for more salt. Nine watchers awaited them. The camels now carried the sweet dates, emeralds of Jabal al-Afdul Karnaini, and imperial relics coveted by the traders of Helen de Miel. The traders would purchase them with salt recovered from the distant western sea. An elderly merchant named Sidi al-Rami mastered the caravan. He was captain of a family enterprise. His companions were brothers and cousins and sons. His youngest boy, Micah, just twelve, was making his first transit of the family route. The watchers didn't care who they were. Their captain assigned victims. His men stirred uncomfortably in the shimmering heat. The sun's full might blasted down upon them. It was the hottest day in the hottest summer in living memory. The camels plodded into the death-trap defile. The bandits leapt from the rocks. They howled like jackals. Micah fell instantly, his skull cracked. His ears moaned with the force of the blow. He hardly had time to realize what was happening. Everywhere the caravan had traveled, men had remarked that it was a summer of evil. Never had the sun been so blistering, nor the oases so dry. It was a summer of evil indeed when men sank to robbing salt merchants. Ancient law and custom decreed them free even of the predations of tax collectors, those bandits legitimized by stealing for the king. Micah recovered consciousness several hours later. He immediately wished that he had died too. The pain he could endure. He was a child of Hamad al-Nakir. The children of the desert of death hardened in a fiery furnace. Plain impotence brought the death-wish upon him. He could not intimidate the vultures. He was too weak. He sat and wept while they and the jackals tore the flesh of his kinsmen and squabbled over delicacies. Nine men and a camel had perished. The boy was a damned poor bet. His vision doubled, and his ears rang whenever he moved. Sometimes he thought he heard voices calling. He ignored everything and stubbornly stumbled toward El Aquila in exhausting little odysseys of a hundred yards. He kept passing out. The fifth or sixth time he wakened in a low cave that stank of fox. Pain lanced from temple to temple— He had suffered headaches all his life, but never one as unremitting as this. He moaned. It became a plaintive whine. Ah, you're awake. Good. Here, drink this. Something that might have been a small, very old man crouched in a deep shadow. A wrinkled hand proffered a tin cup. Its bottom was barely wet with some dark, fragrant liquid. Micah drained it. Oblivion returned.